Hi everyone, my name is Amanda Bulow and I'm the founder of Awesome Women in Construction, or AWIC, a not-for-profit association who provides a supporting community for women in the construction industry. I've started a podcast series called Awesome Women, taking a wide focus on women in all areas of the community, construction, automotive, mining, healthcare, farming, hospitality and many others. I have met some amazing and wonderful women in my time, and they all have a story to tell, one that we are ready to hear. The podcast guests have had and are having amazing careers. They are small business owners, many of them raising a family at the same time. Others I know are training for a variety of reasons, including representing our country in sport and climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. Some of you have represented your country in sport and are now writing books and carving out very successful careers. Some of our guests are employed full time and have a side hustle. Your journeys vary, but they are all inspirational and can show others what the world has to offer. You are an inspiration to me and I wanna share that with the AWIC members in our fabulous community. My intention was to have a casual chat, enabling women to tell their stories. This has definitely been achieved. I have enjoyed recording these podcasts. Now it's time for you to enjoy listening to them. Brand new. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Well, you're listening to Awesome Women Podcasts. So today we have the fabulous Peace Mitchell joining us. Um, so Peace, you're a teacher. You've got a fabulous um, network um, and association happening as well. So let's start with the teaching. How long have you been doing it and, and, and where were you sharing your knowledge to our next generation? Okay, well, I started out teaching a long time ago, but uh, in the early days, I was a primary school teacher. I've, I've actually worked from with everyone from really young kids so I've done some time in uh, early childhood working with kids as young as two years old all the way through to um, boarding school and working with uh, teenagers and secondary I've done some teach secondary teaching as well and primary teaching and I've even taught overseas I taught in Ireland for three months I went over there as um, as a teacher and worked in a boarding school there and I've done a lot of teaching in North Queensland when I was working in schools. But when my eldest son was born, I realised that I wanted to be home with him. I wanted to be a really hands-on mum. And the idea of going back to the classroom and, you know, having babies at home was really hard to, to manage that and make all of that work. And so over time... I've now managed to create a business which allows me to use those skills as a teacher in an online environment, working with women entrepreneurs, which is what I am so passionate about. Yeah, fantastic. So, so that decision to, I'll say, leave that schoolroom education platform and moving into what you're doing now with um, your Osmum network, was that a conscious decision or was that something that you went, you know what, I've been talking about this for a long time, let's just take a leap of faith and see what happens? Well, it's really interesting. I think uh, when I first, when I left 
teaching and I knew that I wanted to start an online business of some kind. And I remember going along to, and um, it was about online marketing. This was long, long ago. And that I, and I knew that I wanted an online business because it would give me flexibility. But at that point, I didn't know much about the online world or business either. And I remember being in that workshop and there's this room of people and the presenters up the front and the presenter goes, okay, everyone, now put your hand up if you own a computer and everyone else put their hand up except me. I didn't even own a computer. And then he's like, and put your hand up if you have your own email address and everyone else put their hand up except me. It was, this was way back. And I didn't even have a computer. I didn't have an email address, but I knew that if I could use technology to create an online business, then I would have the freedom and flexibility to create the life that I'd always wanted to live. So um, it's, I guess it has that's part, of, that's part of going to those courses though, right? We don't know <laughs> what we don't know. And I mean, sure, yeah. your computer was a bit obvious, but in saying that though, how do you, you know, how do you send that computer up? What are the best, you know, platforms and, you know, probably when you started your business to where we are now, there's so many other options, but sometimes too much, you know, too many options can be a bad thing too. You know, everyone's got their own opinion on what works best for them. And so of course it must work well for you. <laughs> and I think, you know, having a dream and a vision, even though it seems so like crazy and far-fetched and out there, um, I think that's important too. And I know there are a lot of women out there who are probably listening who have got a dream or an idea and are kind of like, I really want to do it, but is it crazy? Am I crazy to be wanting to do that? And my answer is no, you're not crazy. That's actually what you need. Everybody starts somewhere. And I started out in this industry in the online. I'm now the Australian ambassador for women in tech. I didn't even own a computer when I started. So, you know, and over time I've built my business. It's been 10 years since we've been in business. Um, but my business back then looks nothing like what it looks like now. It's evolved so much over time. And I, I tell my story and I always think, oh, well, I was a primary school teacher and now I've got, um, and now I'm a teacher online. It must seem like it was such an easy transition for me, but it really wasn't. It was a complete evolution. And my early businesses, my first business was making hand embroidered bikinis. Like I thought that going into fashion was going to be a good idea. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, then I was went into travel blogging because that sounds like fun. Um, that business didn't go anywhere. Then I wrote a book. Um, then an opportunity to buy a parenting forum came up, an online community. And I guess that's really where my story kind of starts because within the parenting community, we found a really strong group of mums starting businesses from home. And that's where Ausmumpreneur came from. And then within Osmopreneur, we recognized a real need. Like there were these incredible women who had great ideas. They had lots of experience from their former careers in corporate or whatever they'd done before, but they didn't necessarily know about business. So there were gaps in their skills and their knowledge. And so I realized then that they needed business education, but they didn't need, but business education that was out there currently wasn't going to work for them because a lot of the courses out there are so time intensive. Like even the diploma of business, like I'm not even talking about an MBA, a diploma of business, which is a TAFE qualification 
expects 20 hours a week of study. And I don't know about you, but I don't know any women who've got kids and are running a new business have then 20 hours a week for study. And so that's how the women's business school evolved. You know, I saw a need for dedicated business education for women. And I was like, imagine if this had been out when I started my bikini business all those years ago, maybe I'd still be in fashion now. <laughs> there were so many things I didn't know. And so the women's business school came from that, you know, creating something that didn't exist that we wish had existed. And it's also, it's not just about the education, but it's also about connecting these women to a community of other supportive women who they can reach out to uh, for advice and help and collaboration. So it's all about the education, but also the sense of community. So yeah, that's. And, and you talk about how some of your earlier businesses, you know, your handmade bikinis and those sorts of the blogging, um, mm -hmm. you know, didn't work out. But, you know, for anyone listening who um, want, has an idea, if you go out and give it a go and it doesn't quite work out to how you think it should, but it opens up other opportunities, you haven't lost, right? You've just built on your knowledge and skill set, and you don't know what doors all of that can open. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm, you know, from doing those early businesses, I learned so much that yeah. has then been part of my journey. Now, um, the fact that I didn't, I, I had trouble finding suppliers and getting prototypes done in China. I now know, like, if I was to start a bikini business tomorrow, <laughs> I know who to talk to because I've created this network, a support network of people who know how to do all of the things. Like if, yeah, any question that you have, I would be able to refer you to somebody who can help you with that now because that's the community I've created around me yeah. through growing my business. And, and that's the biggest thing, you know, um, network, 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 you know, just keep those contacts happening, you know, and like you say, if you should decide to go back into the bikini business, you're ready to rock and roll and, you know, you, you won't make some of the mistakes, we'll say, in inverted commas again. So, yeah, fantastic. So, Peace, tell us about um, Mumpreneur, your Oz Mumpreneur Network. Sounds yeah, amazing. So Thank you. Osmumpreneur is such a beautiful community. Um, the women are very, they're ambitious and they're, they're high level and they're doing big things in the world. Like people, I think there's this assumption about around the word mumpreneur that it's like for hobby businesses or making things to sell at the markets or small time stuff, but actually it's not. It's actually about a lifestyle choice for women who have had children to create a business that gives them the freedom, flexibility and financial independence to live, to live their life. It allows them to have that time with their children and to run a business and have income as well and to be using their skills. And not all of them will go on to make multi-million dollar businesses. And we certainly have women within Osmumpreneur who are make, who do have multi-million dollar businesses and not all of them will. So some of these women will run their business for a while while their kids are young. And then once their children start school, they might go back into the workforce. But as you were saying before, none of those skills are lost. Often when they've been running their business, they've learned how to use social media. They've been using um, computer programs. They've been, 
learning all sorts of skills that they can take with them then throughout their life to their next career. The other thing that I love about business is that you have the choice to create a massive big business. You can have a big global business doing all sorts of things, or you can create a small business that you just work on a few hours a week that you fit into your life. You have the freedom to create whatever kind of business you want. And I think that's exciting because when you're, when you're working for a boss, you don't have that kind of flexibility. It's like what they say is what you have to do, but there's so much creativity uh, in being able to create your own business. So Osmopreneur is really about um, celebrating women. So we hold the Osmopreneur Awards and Conference each year. And we've been running those awards for 10 years now. And last year we celebrated our 10 year anniversary and it was so beautiful. We had 450 women from all over Australia who came together. We had so many of our previous Osmopreneur of the Year winners there with us, which was just so amazing to bring those women together over the 10 years and, and have them there for that celebration. And every year we're uncovering incredible women who are making a difference in the world, who are creating innovative products and services, who are doing big things in tech, who are running businesses that support themselves and their family, but also employ other women. So they're creating employment opportunities. These, these incredible women that we find through the awards every year are just they're just amazing. And I've seen so many incredible stories come from our Osmopreneur Awards. Um, often for the women we work with, I see it, the awards have a place in their journey. And so they'll come and be part of the Osmopreneur Awards. And then the year after or in, in future years, they might win Telstra. So it really is, it's a part of that growth process. I see that happening. The other th incredible thing that I see of happening through the awards and being part of that event is the collaboration opportunities. So women coming together, meeting at this event and this event creating a, a very positive and um, connected environment where you can meet other people, the networking and really develop relationships that take you forward into the future. I've seen people find their best friend there and people find business partners there and people find each other and have that sense of community so that how goes can, on. Yeah. It sounds amazing. And particularly when you've got all those um, women in a room, you know, you've got like-minded people right there. You know, they understand the journey you've gone through. And, you know, I'm sure some of them have gone on to, you know, as you mentioned, bigger and brighter things and can just provide, you know, that five seconds of gold, you know, or five minutes of gold that you go away and you go, okay, so I'm going to do that to my website. And something so small can make such a huge difference to then your following. But that can also just give that fire in your belly, a little bit of an extra stoke and a little, and it, you know, just creates a little bit more energy and, and off you go again. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So how can people um, apply for the awards? Where, where so can they go? Applications will be opening soon for our 2020 awards. Uh, we will have information about that across all of our social media and our newsletter. But if you, you can find us on Facebook uh, at Osmopreneur, and on Instagram as well as Mumpreneur as well.
Yeah, and, cool. um, yeah, just keep an eye on the updates because we're working behind the scenes at the moment and applications will be launching really soon for 2020. Yeah, no, we'll make sure we, um, we share that out there as well. So, you know, you've mentioned about seeing the success in these women as they come through, they win the awards. Is that part of the reason that you do that? You know, is it that, that warm feeling in, in your belly or knowing that you've helped somebody become that better version of themselves? Yeah, I do. I've, there's something magical that happens when someone wins an award. Um, I'm sure you've come across women uh, in, your, in the work you do who have that sense of an imposter syndrome. Mm. They're like, I'm doing this, but I don't really know whether I'm good enough. I don't know whether I'm qualified enough. And they have that feeling of like, I don't know whether I'm worthy. Yeah. And sometimes when people win an award at the Osmom Awards, it changes everything about the way they see themselves. And they're like, okay, well, if those, if the judges and the community, if they say that I am doing a good job, then I must be doing a good job. Yeah. And for some women, they've told me, they've said, I saw my business as a bit of a hobby. You know, I didn't take it that seriously. But then I won that award and I was like, wow, this is a real business. I'm a businesswoman and this is what I want to do. And it helped them then to like get clarity on who they were and what they were doing and where they wanted to go. And then you see those women down the track and they've got these incredible businesses. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's that little bit of a boost of confidence that just like changes everything for someone. And that's really powerful. That's really powerful. And I'm even, you know, back when I was a teacher in my early days that, help like helping women to see their potential and helping kids back then obviously to see what they're capable of and giving them that little bit of encouragement that boost along the way can be the big thing that makes a big breakthrough for somebody and so yeah that is definitely something i'm passionate about fantastic so um what else do you know we're celebrating women in osmumpreneur network but you also have a um a, a course or a workshop that you guys offer as well yeah so i guess we have four pillars of of our business that we're passionate about so one as i've talked about is celebrating women and community so we have our online community with the women's business collective our facebook group and then education is the next one, the Women's Business School. Um, and the other one is investing. And that's, you know, that's something we're working towards in our future. Uh, we would love to be investors in a financial sense. But at the moment, we are, I believe we're investing in other ways. So investing in women through empowering them through education is something I'm really passionate about. So the Women's Business School has two programs. We have the Ignite program which is for early stage, um, pre-launch and early phase entrepreneurs. And then the Accelerate program, which is for more established businesses, businesses who are scaling up, who are moving into global markets or new markets within Australia even, they're, and they're doing uh, quite innovative work in tech or in that space. Um, both of our programs run for six months and we have 25 people in each program. Uh, yeah, and we have different teachers each month. So there's six different teachers. We have a whole range of mentors who come and work one-on-one -on -one 
with the women and we have guest entrepreneurs who come. And I think the, what makes us unique is that it's the women's business school. So all of the mentors are women, all of the teachers are women, all of the guest experts are women. And it's about giving lots and lots of diverse female role models who are showing what's possible for other women who are saying, you know, this is, this is my story and telling their story about how they got from here to where they are today and showing these women that that's possible for you too. I've done it. You can do it too. Yeah. And I guess the other thing that makes us different from other business programs out there is that we have a focus on a real balance of the traditional business skills. So sales, marketing, financing, um, pitching to investors, all of those kind of things that you would see in a typical business course. But as well as that, we balance it with the personal development and leadership qualities. So tapping into your intuition, developing your creativity, um, listening to your inner voice, developing resilience, stepping out of your comfort zone and, and building your courage and confidence. So it's a real balance of both of those things and I think that's where we see the real results because these women, not only are they equipped with all the skills that they need, like they understand their finances and their numbers and what they need to do to hit their financial targets, but we've also given them the courage to step out of their comfort zone and to show up and to start promoting their business and, and positioning themselves as experts in their field. Whereas, you know, typically perhaps they were hiding before and not shining their light. So that's, that's what I think makes us different from other programs out there. It sounds fantastic. So if anyone's out there thinking about, you know, taking that side hustle or that, you know, um, dream to, um, to a business and, and wanting to know, it sounds like it's a fantastic opportunity to, uh, to be part of. And, you know, why would you not want to, you know, network and be around other women who have done it and can show you the way as well? Yeah, absolutely. So for those listening, as we wrap up, top three tips, piece for anybody, you know, like we just talked about, wanting to, you know, they've, for whatever, you know, they've, they're having their family, they don't want to go back to the corporate rat race, but they want to, you know, they've had this side hustle, they've had this great idea. What are the top three tips for them to be, you know, transforming that into a business? Mm. I think my first advice is always choose what you love. So make sure it's something you're really passionate about. As I said before, my first business was in making bikinis and in fashion. I didn't, it, it seemed like fun, but it wasn't something that had a real purpose to it for me. I've now, over time, I've discovered that my purpose is in empowering women. And so I think it's really important to choose something that you're passionate about. And that's because if, if you're doing something just to make money from it, and then you, a, a bad day comes along, you're going to give up. You're going to quit. It's not worth it. If, if you're just there to make the money, you may as well go and get a job at Bunnings. Like, really? It has to be something that you truly believe in and that you love. And I know that, you know, we've had hard times too. We've been through all, all the times where we've wanted to quit. But the thing that has kept us going is that big picture vision that we want to change the world through investing in women and that's what's kept us going so that's my number one make sure it's something that you really believe in and that you're passionate about and that it's your calling the second thing my second piece of advice would be to 
don't wait, just go for it. Like if you've got an idea, take action on that idea. Like give yourself time and opportunity to dream about it and vision it and, you know, journal and get your ideas down on paper. But don't wait till it's perfect. And I think perfectionism is something that holds so many of us back. We wait till we've got it perfect. And I've seen it happen. I've seen people create this product and it's like they've worked on it until it's perfect for what they think it should be. And then they take it to market after investing thousands and thousands of dollars and people see it for the first time. The market finds it and they're like, oh, you could have done this and then it would have worked better for this. And they're like, what? Don't tell me I've spent all this time developing this thing and now the audience who want it want it to do something differently. So don't wait, get the prototype out there, get people testing it and work on their feedback, tweak it, change it, make improvements and keep going. And it's something that we've like, we walk, I walk the talk of that with the women's business school. We rolled out the first intake in 2016 and we listened to the feedback that people had. And every time we run the program, we change things slightly and, in 2019, we introduced mentoring for the first time where people are working with a one-on-one -on -one mentor. And that was based on feedback from our people. If we had, a, you know, just rolled out with something perfect at the start and not been open to feedback and not been able to make changes, then the product that we have now would look very different to the product that that would have been. So yeah, so that's my second thing. Just start, get it out there and take action. My third thing is ask for help. This is another thing that I see women do. They, and like I see women do, it's what I do as well. I, I very much think, oh, I have to do this on myself. I can do it. I don't need to ask for help. And then I see women and myself included getting burnout, getting exhausted and it's too much and it's too hard. Don't be that person. Ask for help. There's so many people around you who will help you. There really is. Uh, ask for help within your family, get your kids to help with the washing up, get your husband to pitch in, get, um, if someone offers to mind your kids for you, say yes. And what I found as well is when I ask someone for help, it gives them permission to ask me for help. And so that is a really important thing too. So reach out to other women in business and look at ways that you can collaborate and help each other, create a win-win where both of you benefit. I think those are my three. That's fantastic advice. I 100% agree. And particularly with the just do it, just get out there, just put it out there. And, and sometimes the, the road you thought you would go on changes, you know, and not because you, what you started isn't good or isn't what society needs. It's just, you know, like you said, it's just needs that little bit extra kick to it or you know it's not quite what we're after so we're just going to help you guide down to the next path but yeah just get it out there yeah yeah absolutely sure. okay so peace give us um another um tell us again where we can find you on um facebook mm -hmm. and linkedin so uh i'm on linkedin peace mitchell yep. you'll also find the women's business school we have a page there at linkedin we're on Instagram as Ozmumpreneur and the Women's Business School. And we're also on Facebook. You can join our Facebook group, the Women's Business Collective. And you'll find our pages as well for Ozmumpreneur and the Women's Business School. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for your time, Pace. I'm sure everybody who's listened, you know, is having a think about getting out there and starting that business. And we'll share all those pages as well. And, uh, you know, once you um, have advertised for those awards, we'll definitely shoot that out too. 
Beautiful. Thank you so much, Amanda. It's been My wonderful pleasure. chatting with you. <laughs> Thanks, peace.